0: Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying recess mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way give recess mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel you deserve a healthier way to unwind Head to com forward slash self care and get 15% off recess mood, your go to alcohol replacement. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self Care Podcast, a space where the healing, liberation, and well being of Black women is centered and prioritized. My name is Bree Mitchell, and I am not only the host of the show, I'm also the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care, as well as a self-care advocate. Here, I share tips, thoughts, and conversations that are cultivated to pour into your self-care cup. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the show, ladies. I'm so glad that you are here. Happy Monday. Happy November 1st. I believe it is Happy November 1st. I want to talk about the act of receiving and asking for help. I think it's kind of like a a blended topic here, the art of receiving and asking for help because I'm going to just be real, some of us are not used to receiving and it shows. Some of us are definitely not used to receiving and it shows and I'm talking I'm speaking of myself too and that's why I want to talk about this this is not an isolated thing I feel like we have just gone through so much trauma in our families in our lives in our experiences that we just we don't know how to ask for help we don't know how to accept help it feels foreign it feels strange it feels wrong it feels uncomfortable it feels scary I know it's not just me. Right. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Now, keep in mind, obviously, I'm not a therapist or a professional or a doctor or anything like that. However, this is something that I want to bring to the table. This is something I want to talk about. And I even have a few takeaways for you that I think are going to help you because they help me. They help me. If we're trying to get to where the healing resides, you know, which opens up all kinds of stuff for us including getting to where the money resides. We got to do the work. We got to heal. We got to you know, start taking ownership of this healing process and having conversations where we can explore different things. And so I want to talk about again being a cheerful receiver. It's easy to give, right? Everybody can give. Everybody can give because it's it's just easier to I think it's easier to give than to receive because when you give, it's like you're in control. I'm talking to my control freak, freaks now, my perfectionist. When you give, it's easier to control, you know? Like someone comes to you and they're like, hey girl, can I borrow $50? <laughs> or... um or like if you're giving someone a compliment, like the attention is off of you. The spotlight is off of you. Because you already, you're, if you're giving to someone, you have whatever it is already. You have that confidence, that compliment inside of you. You have the money or you have whatever that's, for the most part, you have what someone is coming to you for. So you ain't got to worry about it. It's either you're going to give it or you're not. But you have that control to be like in this kind of power position. Probably a little bit of ego too, depending on what it is. But you're in the, you're in, you have the upper hand. You're in the power position. You're not the one that needs to be vulnerable in that moment. So giving is easy. You're able to bless people and you've got it and you can just move on with your day. Right? But when we are in a place of needing to receive something, either something financially you're struggling or um, you need a word, you need a kind word from somebody or someone just to see you, you know what I'm saying? Or it's someone to help you, give you some type of assistance. It's harder because we just have, I feel like we have these healing blocks based on, how we view the world and and the experiences that we have. And I think for me, and I'm I'm wondering if anyone else is out there like that, like this, um, sometimes it's hard for me to receive for a few reasons. One of them is sometimes, especially back in the day, I would feel like I don't want to ask for anything because everybody always wants something in return. Everybody always wants something in return. For example if a guy takes you out to eat and you have a good night and he spends a little bit of change from my experience in some cases it's like they okay they expecting to have sex they expecting to get the draws excuse my french they want to have they they think that just because they have paid for a date <laughs> that gives them automatic like access to our bounties <laughs> you know what i mean so I've had that experience before. Or like in your family, have you ever had someone like if your parents needed to go to their sisters or brothers or family, mom, their moms or whatever, and ask for help with like that person's like, yeah, but I'm gonna need something from you. It was like, like, in your family, that experience of someone pouring into your family with a cheerful and open heart versus, yeah, but I'm gonna need you to do something for me. Like just that energy behind it. Yeah. But you're going to have to, in other words, you're going to have to do something for me if you want to get this money. You know what I mean? If you want to get this help, you're going to have to do something for me. Or you feel like like no one has the resources, so you don't want to bother people. No one has the resources. Or if they do, it's for them. Like you don't want to take away, you don't want to deplete somebody else's reserve or deplete somebody else's supply. So you don't ask. Or you, or like, if you know that person's situation, even though they're coming to you cheerfully with an open heart, open hand, hey, let me, let me get that for you, let me help you, let me, let me buy your lunch today. You know what I'm saying? Not because they feel like you're in need necessarily. Maybe they do. I don't know. But like, you're like, oh no, 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 it's okay. Because you don't want to. Like, we're not that person. You know, we're not that person that always has our hand out or, um, just take, 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 take. So when someone does something nice for you, you like you don't automatically, you're like, oh no, it's okay, I got it, it's okay. Because you don't want to deplete that person's resources. Um, I will say another reason why it's like you just were brought up to pretend like everything is okay. Everything is okay in this house. Don't tell my business. Don't tell nobody what's going on. Everything's okay in my house. Everything is okay in this house. Were you brought up like that? Were you brought up where you had to pretend... And go through the motions like y'all didn't need nothing. Like everything was okay. Or maybe you grew up in an environment where people were not giving you compliments. People were not shown. There was no. It was not a loving. Like maybe your parents loved you for sure. You know they loved you for sure. But maybe they didn't know how to express it. So there were no I love you's in the morning. Or I, you, I love you's after you got off the phone. Or hugs and you know support in the kind of way that you needed it. So if someone tries to do that, it feels strange, it feels foreign, it doesn't feel right, it feels unnatural because you're not used to it. So we know how to be cheerful givers because black women are some of the most giving, loving <laughs> people, will give you the the shirt off their back, like always doing stuff for others, always pumping people up, hyping them up like, yes, sis. <laughs> Right. Always just doing the most. and I mean that with love, like always doing the most, going the extra mile for other people, making sure people are good, taking care of folk. Um, we know how to give, baby. We know how to give. But do we know how to be a cheerful receiver, especially when that is not something we have ever really been taught to do or shown that it was okay to receive because again, in some of our households receiving and being in need of something, money, support, help, uh, whatever, like it was frowned upon. It it wasn't, it was, it was like a dirty word or like a dirty little secret. Right. But we, we need to come to grips and come to terms with that because again that is a part of your healing if you are wanting to expand if you are wanting to elevate if you are want, wanting excuse me to to live a better life be a better person do more experience more like part of that is being is being able to be okay with receiving we cannot always be the giver we cannot always be the giver there has to be balance there has to be balance to this If you swing too much in one direction, and this is anything in life, everything, we have to have balance. If you are giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, I can keep going on, and giving and giving, but you are not allowing yourself to receive. Like if you're giving and giving and giving and no one around you is trying to do for you with that same energy, I'm not even talking about that. That's different. Check your people. (laughs) Okay. Check your, check your folks. Check your people. Somebody needs to be checked. But I'm not talking about, that. I'm talking about that on this episode. What I'm talking about is when we give and give and give. Because we are naturally, we're givers. Okay? We give and we give and we give. And it's great to give. Okay? Don't get it twisted. It's great to give. But when someone turns or, turns it around on you and tries to give to you. Because they want to bless you. Because when you give, it is a blessing. You are blessing someone. So we bless and we bless and we bless. But when someone wants to be able to bless you, because we all need to be in positions where we can bless others. I think that's really important. So we have to give people the opportunity to be a blessing. We have to give people an opportunity to pour into others, including you. You can't just give, give, give. You gotta be okay with taking too. There's gotta be balance because when you tip the scales in one direction, I think that's when things, all kinds of problems pop up. All kinds of problems pop up. And again, if you want to get to where the healing resides, a part of that is being able to be okay with receiving. So I have a few takeaways, a few thoughts that I want to leave you with. Okay. See how they land with you. All right. And if you have a journal and a pen handy, that's great. You might want to take a few notes or thoughts as I'm talking. Okay. The first thing I'm going to say is when people are trying to give to you. Right. Why do we do this? We automatically do what? We automatically, like if someone gives you a compliment, what do you do? I'm going to let you think on it for a minute. When someone gives you a compliment, what do you do? You immediately, like I said before, you're like, oh, no, no, no. Like you try to turn it back. Like if I gave you a compliment, let's pretend I'm talking to you. Who do I know that's listening? I don't know. Sharisa, are you listening? (laughs) Are you listening, girl? Um, Or Sheree, are you listening, girl? But if I'm like, uh, Sheree, your lipstick, girl, is popping. Like, I'm trying to pay you a compliment. Your lipstick is popping. Your hair is fire. Your skin is flawless. You are looking amazing. What do we do? Before we even take in the compliment and fully receive it, we're like, oh, girl, what about you? Girl, da 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 and Like, we just list off these things. They're genuine. We want, But we just want to quickly, like, pay it back. We don't even take a second to like accept, fully accept and receive it. We immediately feel like we got to pay it back. We got to pay it back immediately. We can't even acknowledge. Like we, we try to pay it back so quickly. We don't even allow ourselves to even acknowledge what just took place. We don't even sit with it because we just, we feel like we, oh, someone gave to me. I got to give it back immediately. Put it back out there. We got to put it back out there instead of being able to graciously receive it. So I want you to practice sitting with that. If someone on Monday, you walk into the office or I don't know if you're still doing Zoom virtual and you get on Zoom and you took some time, girl, and you just show up and you fresh face. You're looking good. And someone's like, oh, you know, you look so pretty today. Ah Don't be like, oh, you too, to like point two seconds later. Take a second. Acknowledge it, soak it in. Think about what that person just said to you. Allow it to get into your body. <laughs> you know, the things that we receive, they affect us throughout the day. And a lot of the stuff that we're receiving is negative, whether you realize it or acknowledge it or not. This world is just all the things, all the negative messages that we don't even we're not even aware that we're taking in. Those affect our bodies. Allow some goodness in. If someone pays you a compliment, bask in it. Take a minute. Definitely say thank you. And graciously say thank you. Don't try to deflect it. Allow it to just soak in. Let some of that goodness into your body. We all need that. But I'm going to need you to sit with it. And when you sit with it, think about like what bubbles up for you. What bubbles up for you? And, and address those things. Like, if someone says, like, if I'm like, oh, Sheree, you look so beautiful today, and you're instantly like, mm-mm, that is, I'm ugly. You know what I mean? Like, sit with that. Not sit with a, like, confirming that's the truth, that you're ugly, because you're definitely not. But, like, sit with that. Why do I feel like that? Why do I feel like I'm ugly? And think about that, and keep going further and further in that. Like, Why? You might be like, "Oh, because um I don't know, my skin is dark, and it's ugly, my skin's too dark. Well, why do you feel like your skin is too dark? Because when I was growing up, um my mom or my dad or the kids used to um call me ugly and make fun of me and say I was black, you know, I had a nickname for me or or whatever, and so I would just you know feel." Like I was just super ugly and unattractive and not worthy and just keep keep questioning that keep questioning that and get find find your truth in that situation so that you can understand why uh, it might be hard for you to receive compliments and work through that if you need to get a therapist, if you need to journal if you need to talk to a friend about it but you need to get to the core of 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 why you immediately feel like you have to deflect and block. A blessing, a kind word, a gift. Why do you feel like you're not worthy of it? So that's the first thing. Sit with it. Um, the second thing I'll say is um, allow yourself to be vulnerable and let people help you. Again, we know how to give and give and give and give, but do we really know how to be a cheerful receiver? We got to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. And allow people to help us. I know that we are quote unquote strong black women. (laughs) And we come from a lineage of strong quote unquote strong black women. I get it. I get it. And we yes we are strong. Absolutely. But we ain't always got to be strong. And we're not strong all the time. We are not quote unquote just strong. You are a full dynamic human being. And with that, we have a range of emotions, capabilities at different times. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not always going to be strong and you're not just the strong one. Okay. And when you let that wall down, which is hard and allow yourself to be vulnerable You know, it's not easy to be vulnerable because, again, things do bubble up. Like, again, you're not in control. You're not in control. And that's hard for people to see you when you're feeling like you are in a low spot. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross— there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? Seriously? It's hard to ask for help when you are struggling with something. If your mental health, like you're feeling some kind of way and you feel like you're struggling, it is hard to ask for help because you don't want anyone to see you like that. I know from personal experience. You don't want people to see you like that. But we have to be able to let people in. It's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to be vulnerable. It really is. And again, if we want to like shake off these, these, um, I don't know, just, just shake off these notions that we just have it all under control. Like we, we have to allow people to see us when we're vulnerable because people are walking around here thinking that we are Wonder Woman and, that is not the case. We have feelings, we have emotions, we have needs, but we have to be able to let our wall down. And I know that's hard because some of, for some of us, our walls have been built up and, you know, um, bolstered up for years. You know what I mean? Years. Some of us have years of of walls that need to come down. And if you have put on this, strong front or you've put on this like some of us we are are we we show our strong side some of us show our sarcastic side i talked about this i think in the last episode some of us show our sarcastic side some of us show our uh funny side like but we're, we're but we're still building walls we're just deflecting in different ways, but we're still putting up that wall because we don't want people to see us at our core, especially when we're at a low point. But we have to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. There's no other way. There's no other way. And 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 let people in. Let people in. And again, the right people. I, I would not recommend you be vulnerable with just any old body. And that's why you have, like, your gut and your intuition that helps to lead you, you know, and helps you to know who you can open up with and who, unfortunately, you can't. Because not everyone deserves to even have access to you in that way anyway, right? But we got to be vulnerable with somebody. We got to be able to open up to somebody and receive and, and and ask for help. Okay. Um, the third thing that I would say is um, that as you're being vulnerable and um, kind of sitting with, you know, the compliments that you give and things start to bubble up as you start to kind of do this work, I want to tell you that whatever might be true about your situation, it, like it doesn't make it like, It might be true in the moment, but first of all, nothing is permanent. And number two, even if you are in a low point and you need help, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you uh, unworthy. It doesn't make you unlovable. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you like whatever word you're telling yourself, like whenever someone tries to give or you need to ask for help, you stop yourself because it's going to make you seem like you're dot, dot, dot. Whatever that word is for you. It's not that's not your truth. Yes, you might be in need of something in the moment, but that doesn't like that. That's that that lie that you're telling yourself that is not your truth. That is not your truth. So we got to get okay with asking for what we need. And getting what you need does not make you a user. It doesn't mean you're taking advantage of someone. It doesn't mean, again, that you're a bad person or that you're just a gold digger or anything like that. Anything that someone might try to label you with. That is not true. So, yes. To be clear, that part of your story might be true, but what you are making it mean is not reality. It is not true. And sometimes I feel like we need to really get out of our heads because we get in our heads and we tell these stories and we make these things mean things about us and we just blow it up in just this huge way. And it's not even true. It's not true. Okay, um, the fourth thing that I would say, and see, I said I was gonna be 15 minutes, y'all. Okay, girl, I know y'all said that already. Okay, girl, uh, the fourth thing that I would say, and this is kind of like a bonus for my believers, is that one thing, like, so we're doing this Jabez the Jabez prayer challenge. If you're on that list, hey, girl, hey, I had about 350 of you sign up, and every day you're getting a Bible verse. And um, we're going through the workbook and and really taking time to meditate on God's word. And one thing that came to me is that, let's see, what was the Bible verse? Hold on, y'all. I hadn't really (laughs) planned on talking about this. But since I'm here, if I can quickly find the note. This was from October 30th. Yeah. Um. You know what? No, I am wrong. So I'm not gonna even talk about this. Uh this Bible verse because this wasn't the one that I wanted to talk about, I don't think. Let me let me check one more thing. Hold on, don't don't leave, don't leave. <laughs> don't leave, girl. Don't leave me, girl. Um mm, no, I don't know where I wrote it. But I'm gonna talk about it anyway. I just can't remember what the Bible verse was or exactly what I said. Doggone it. Um but the fourth thing that I wanna say to you is that you are not depleting God's resources by asking for help or for asking for his favor. I think that some of us are even afraid to go to God with our needs. We're afraid to ask for help. We're afraid to ask for his favor over situations or um, ask for his blessing over op- opportunities we need or the help that we need or to or for for him to bring someone into our life that can help us. I want to let you know that God is the source. (laughs) God is the source. That's like being afraid to go to a river and drink and and take your cup and drink a glass of water because you don't want to deplete the, the water in the river. Does that make sense? Not that I would ever tell you to drink from a cup of water from the river because that's a no-no obviously but I'm just using that as an an example to give you an idea like that water is a never-ending resource and supply so yes you can go take your cup a hundred times and drink from that river and it will still keep flowing it will still keep replenishing you know what I'm saying because that is the source God is the source. God is the source of abundance and blessings and um, favor. And so when we go to him, he, he tells us that we need to go to him with any and everything and to cast our cares on him. So don't think that you're like depleting God's resources. He is the resource. He is the plug. He wants you to come to him and ask for the things that you need help with or things that you need in your life. And I think this is a big one for me because, and I wish I had could find that journal, like that prompt, because I talked about it more, but um, one of the things that was hard for me was going to God and asking for different things. And I had to tell myself, like, girl, do you do know who you're praying to, right? You do know that you could never, ever deplete him or use up his resources, <laughs> right? You do realize that, right? So uh, since that was like a thing for me, I want to make sure that I share that with you because some of us grew up in situations where, again, I talked about this at the beginning, we didn't want to ask because when we were young, we would ask and there was always no. Like our parents didn't have it. We don't. I don't have it. I don't have it. Like after you hear no so many times, it's like, and someone tells you, I just don't have it. I don't have it right now. I remember when I was a kid, like my dad who has passed away in the last few years, I guess. I don't really, I didn't really have, or I don't, and I didn't really have a relationship with him. But one of the things I remember was when I was maybe six, seven, I would write, I think we, because I found a couple of letters, y'all, from him. So apparently, I guess we, he wrote me a few times when I was a kid. And, um, but I just remember that it was always a no in my household because we ain't got it. We didn't have it. And I remember I was like, ask him to send money. He didn't have it. <laughs> so it was, like nobody had it. Nobody had the extra money for us to do much when he, when I was a kid. And so one of the reasons why I would not ask people for things like ask for help is because it's like, I don't want to deplete someone's meager resources. Like I'm limiting that person. You don't know what anybody has. You know what I mean? but definitely to my believers like you're not depleting god you're not depleting god by asking for help or his favor or his blessing you could never deplete god so start with that like if you feel like you're struggling with asking for help um start start with, start there start with prayer start with god come to him with your needs right and 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 allow him to increase you That could look like someone popping up just to you completely randomly and and offering to help you do X, Y, Z. It could be someone popping up again completely randomly and saying just the right thing you needed to hear that day because you was feeling some kind of way and they just lifted your spirits. Right. But you cannot like that source of like giving will never it can never be depleted. It might look different than what you're expecting or come from a different person, but the actual source of giving can never ever be depleted, okay? Never. So again, hopefully um, I'll tell you again to, to, to like sit with it instead of automatically trying to pay it back, uh, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and um, recognizing that the stories that we tell ourselves when we're in this low place or this place of need, like we just create these, we, we make ourselves sound like we're just really bad people and you're not, Everybody needs help with something sometime, at some time, always. Everybody needs something. It's not just you. We tend to isolate ourselves and shrink, and we think it's just us that is is struggling or has a need or needs encouragement or a kind word or needs a resource. It's not just you. Everybody needs something. It's just that we all need different things. But everybody needs something, right? Right? So, I um, this is something that I'm working on, and so I definitely wanted to share that with you just so you know that you are not alone. Again, this is all self care, this is all self care, right? And uh, yeah, just working on not only being a cheerful giver because I can give until the cows come home, but also just reminding myself to also be a cheerful receiver and working on that, okay. All right. So I know that we hit the 30 minute mark. So twice as long as I intended. But yeah, that's it for today's episode. I appreciate you listening. Uh, if you have a question that you'd like for me to address on the podcast, you can always email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. That's connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Oh, by the way, if you wanted to join the j prayer, excuse me, prayer challenge, can't even talk. There is still time. Don't feel like because uh, we're. I think we're about seven or eight days in now, and this is a thirty day challenge. So that link for you to join us is um, www. forward slash j bez challenge, and I will spell that. That's r e b r a n d dot l y forward slash forward slash <laughs> j a b e z challenge okay so rebrand dot forward slash j bez challenge and yeah we're just praying and believing for breakthrough and increase and blessing and favor uh it's it's going really well, and I would love to have you be a part of it. You, we still have like a full three weeks to go, so you're not late. You're right on time. If you're interested, hit up that link and join the list, and you'll start getting the daily emails from this point forward, all right? Okay. All right, all right, all right. So uh, I feel like my work here is done. I have shared my truth with you and, uh, yeah, said everything that I've had to say. <laughs> so with that, I will leave you. I hope that you have a blessed and amazing week uh, keep your head up, girl. You're doing an amazing job, whether you th- realize it or not. You really are. There are hard things that we are experiencing right now. And that's why I firmly believe that coming together as a community and just being a part of like sisterhood and, and community in a village. That's what we need. That's what we need. And that's what Brown Girls self-care is all about. So. Oh, and hey, shout out to those of you that made the waste beads and wine party. uh on Saturday, if you were not there, you missed out. I tried to invite y'all. It was so, so fun. And um, oh my gosh, there was so much sharing at this event and just just so much real talk with all of the black women that attended. So, so hey Michelle, hey Cherie, um, hey uh Betty. There were a few quite a few ladies there, and we were it was just sisterhood. And it was fun. And so we'll definitely be doing something again, maybe in December or January. So hopefully you are able to join. But yeah, y'all missed out. If you wasn't there, it was awesome. So now I'm ready to go. I forgot about that party, but I want to make sure that I mentioned that and shouted out the ladies that came. I appreciate you showing up. It was so good to be with you uh, over the weekend. So um, with that said, I am now officially done. I know that you're going to have a blessed week. Keep your head up, girl. Allow yourself to receive with love and give with love. And also just remember to pray, breathe, and remember that all is going to be well. And I will see you on the next episode. Have a good one.